This audio is brought to you by motherswhowork.co.uk, the resource for working mums, business mums and stay-at-home mums. development coach and for the last 20 years she's been working with top city institutions and big brands like Kath Kidson, ASOS and the Arcadia Group. Welcome Lindsay. Thank you, hello. Hi, (laughs) thanks for joining. So today we'll be um, picking your brains I guess on this term called the silent communicator Um, and what mums and um, anyone who's listening really can do to make sure that when they're given presentations, they put their best foot forward, as it were. Okay. So what exactly is silent communication? How do we communicate silently without even realising? Well, there's so much that comes through the body language. Uh, Are you familiar with Albert Morabian? No, who is that? He's a psychologist that looked at the impact that you have when you're speaking. Mm -hmm. And he said that 93% of our feelings and attitude comes from body language and the sound of someone's voice. So it's not saying, because this can be quite misquoted sometimes, it's not saying, oh, only 7% of what you're saying matters, because that's not quite true. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) But it's it's interesting because this this study that he did and and the research that he did Mm -hmm. proved that actually the feelings that we get um, Mm. are are largely coming from your body language. Yeah, so it's quite interesting because I don't think we're aware of it. I can't be reading um, Becoming. You know Michelle Obama. Yeah. Love it. So yeah, I I was reading that actually and I haven't quite finished it. But Mm -hmm. um, I was reading about that she got this really bad press because she was coming across as angry. Mm. (laughs) I didn't realise why. This is when she was sort of helping Obama with the campaign. Mm -hmm. And she didn't didn't realise why she was getting this bad press. And two of her A's, her supporters, said to her, let's have a look at how you're coming across. Mm -hmm. And they took her aside and they watched a video. And she said that she got really emotional in that moment because she just couldn't believe what her facial expressions were telling the world. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She really felt like she was like, oh, I look really serious and really angry and that's not who I am and that's not, you know, what I want to be presenting. But, yeah, so that sort of silent communication, as you say, we're coming through her facial expressions a lot more people weren't listening to the words they were just Mm. seeing someone who they thought were angry so it's that misperception isn't it and so as soon as she had that awareness Mm -hmm. she started really working on that and changing that and being more herself and being more jokey and being more smiley Mm -hmm. that really changed the perception of the media as well so it's quite interesting Definitely. I mean, um, goodness, I tried to keep the podcast clean, but you've got that term, isn't it? Um, resting bitch face. Um, that's what's come to mind, along with yeah. that whole poker face, which is, I guess, when you're expressionless. Um, um, I, you can only imagine that just being put in the spotlight like that, um, you, you, 
all sorts of emotions are going on. You don't expect these people to be nervous, but they're human, you know, um, and that can come across in different forms, I guess. Absolutely right. And that's the thing. I think we, we all have the ability to glow and be quite funny or quite amazing. Well, you know, the majority of us, when we're with our friends and with our family, yeah. we can be natural and we can be relaxed and yeah. we can think we're quite funny or, you know, we could, we could, we could have an energy about us. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as we go into a situation where we feel pressure, mm-hmm. our behavior is distorted and we feel like we have to impress Mm-hmm. or we get really nervous and we end up sort of uh you know conveying this very dull version of ourselves or this very shy version of ourselves or this angry version of ourselves mm-hmm. and some of it's really real we don't mean to yeah. but it, we just don't know how to cope with those moments and those pressurized situations that's it so what tips can you give us then Lindsay? um because I'm sure we've all been there. I certainly can think of quite a few instances, you know, and sometimes it's you've been put on the spot sometimes, haven't had the chance to prepare. Sometimes something goes wrong with technology, compounds the issue, or it could be your first presentation. You don't know how people will take it. So many different scenarios. So what tips, what to deal with that, you mean? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really good thing that you've just mentioned about the preparation as well. You're, you know, sometimes you're overprepared. And I come a lot um, across this a lot with people because in life you can never be 100% prepared. If you're mm-hmm. conversing or if you're giving a presentation, you don't know what somebody's going to ask. Mm-hmm. And that is the key. It's knowing how to deal with situations like that. Mm-hmm. I'd always say, right, what you want to be doing in those situations is accessing the best part of your personality. And the way you do that has to be practical. Mm-hmm. It's all very well, you know, putting post-it notes up by your bed saying, I feel really positive or I'm going to have an amazing presentation tomorrow. But I don't know about you, but they fall down after about 10 minutes. If I do. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to do something really practical. So I would say, number one, mm-hmm. make sure just before the presentation, you're breathing deeply. Imagine you've got sort of nostrils in your feet. Your breath is going all the way down, coming out through your feet. Get yourself grounded. So feet firmly on the the floor Mm -hmm. imagine that you have got a string that is pulling you up from your head to your ceiling Mm -hmm. and you know shoulders back chest out get yourself feeling physically powerful I don't know if you've seen the Amy Cuddy TED talk have you no (laughs) there's so much out there honestly so So for all of you out there watch the amy cuddy ted talk because Mm -hmm. her research shows that actually if you um get yourself feeling physically powerful for two minutes before you go into any sort of situation that you feel pressurized like interviews and meetings and presentations you can actually increase the testosterone so that hormone that's related Mm -hmm. to power it can Mm -hmm. really help you um so it's not you know practice it because you don't want to sort go in and go ah hurrah I'm superwoman or (laughs) come across as a bit arrogant so (laughs) you know but practice that and really really help you Mm -hmm. um then go in and smile you've got to smile more than you think because it's like Michelle Obama you know she she realized that she's like oh I'm I'm not smiling so you've got to smile more than you think that can make a big difference yes Mm -hmm. and 
keep it conversational. Imagine you're telling a friend. I always say this, don't take it too seriously. The objective of presenting or meetings or interviews is to connect. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a human being. You know, we don't speak, you know, when you go on holiday, you don't sort of go, oh, I had a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> I went to France. I ate loads of food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I played, you know, we don't speak in that bullet point format, but people feel like they have to when they go into presentations and meetings. Mm-hmm. And it disconnects us. So taking a conversational approach is really important. Yeah. I'd have to say this about the body language as well. It's so important to remember that we have a body. You know, don't stay in your head and be so prepared that you've prepared all this content and it's, you know, you're sort of clinging on to word for word. You've got a body, so use it. You know, we use our arms. Imagine you've got balloons underneath your arms when you're presenting. Get those arms down. Don't be like an air stewardess and hold them so tight to you that, you know. Do you know what I mean? That's it. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Because often, you know, um, well, misadvised, you know, like if you're nervous and you're shaking, you put your hands here, put them there. But you're saying, imagine that there are balloons under the arms. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I love that because it gets the arms flowing. And what Mm -hmm. you want to be doing is, like I said, create that sort of natural human energy. Mm -hmm. When you're someone off you know you use your arms you use your hands and people tend to forget that they get so nervous mm-hmm. that they're trying to control their body language mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't work because we want to see someone who's natural we want to we want to connect with someone who's relaxed when they're presenting That's because it. if they're not mm-hmm. it, yeah, if they're not, it's it's that sort of, it's it's creating a discomfort for us. You know what it's like if you watch someone who's a bit nervous or a bit shy or, mm-hmm. and it's all right. That's one thing I've got to say. It's all right if you are shy or nervous. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's life. You know, it's human. Yeah. Um, because these techniques can help you or mm-hmm. and help you feel better and channel your nerves really. Because if you you know, you've got those balloons underneath your arms, you're using your arms more, you're sending your nerves outwards rather than sending them into your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've watched um, celebrities um, accepting awards and often, even though they know they're nominated, the surprise, the shock, and they'll come on and they'll say, oh, I'm so nervous or I can't stop shaking. And the audience generally laugh in support. What do you think about that in the presentation? It doesn't come across professional giving a presentation and saying, but what what devices then could you use to sort of ice break? Um, what's acceptable in that instance, in that um, professional environment, would you say? If you're like really shaking, you're nervous and you know, that you're trying to contain it. I think it's absolutely fine to say I feel nervous. I've mm. seen people do that. I've seen the best lawyers do that. I've seen the best people finance do that. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine to say, oh, I feel nervous. Because if you're really noticing you're feeling nervous and it's so painful for you, mm-hmm. it's fine to acknowledge that. And you'll find that an audience is more on your side. They're mm-hmm. there, they're there, like you just said. If mm-hmm. someone comes on stage, you're, you're willing them to go, oh, okay, okay, you know, yeah. that's human. Yeah. And that's relatable and that's right to say that and don't worry about it you know that's mm-hmm. fine so yeah that's it no that's awesome so what are some of the communication no-nos and presentation no-nos rather and body language no-nos would you say okay communication no-nos and body language no-nos mm-hmm. i would say yeah avoid that stiff behavior so don't 
have your arms and hands by your side the whole time. Mm. You know, remember that you've got a body. Mm-hmm. Don't you overuse PowerPoint. I can't bear it. Someone wants <laughs> it, <to> me, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. Use mm-hmm. like they said, you know, a PowerPoint, it takes the power out of the point. And it's <laughs> It does. And it's boring because you're basically being read to in bullet form, bullet point form, as you you know, you mentioned the bullet point talking before. Um, And it just seems to drag, doesn't we? Nobody enjoys it. So that's a really good point, actually. PowerPoint and people rely on PowerPoint. They think, oh, everything's on the PowerPoint, it's fine, it's there. But mm-hmm. people switch off as soon as you start looking for the PowerPoint. So, yeah, I'll PowerPoints at all costs. So, if you don't use PowerPoint, then if you suggest not to use that, what can you do to make sure you're, you're on track? Just have some notes on flashcards or something, or what else? Mm-hmm. So, I would say, uh, these the trigger points I like to call them so you've got your trigger points what's coming what's going to be next um and just put a note so for example it might be introduction that's just a trigger point and that will help you and then if you're talking about communication for example it might mm-hmm. be number two story about communication you know or, or what your story is mm-hmm. and then number three you know and you see so you might have about five trigger points that you've got that help you mm-hmm. I always say if you want to use images you could have flashcard images can help people trigger but just avoid lots of sentences and lots of words mm-hmm. and really avoid scripts you know no one wants a script and no one wants to mm-hmm. hear a script or see a script mm-hmm. and they'll just turn off so it's just a complete waste of your time yeah that's it that's it Mm. no that's awesome thank you um and the thing about eye contact if you're nervous how do you hold the gaze (laughs) what i would say when you're presenting so when you're in those first moments of presenting Mm -hmm. even meeting if there's just five people in a meeting i would say no matter if you're presenting to five people or 500 Mm -hmm. look everybody in the eye Make sure that you build that connection mm-hmm. because if you don't, again, you're not connecting with them. If you're looking down, if you're looking up, and they'll start thinking about lunch very quickly. <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> if you've got eye contact, you're holding them, you know, you're speaking to them or with them. So it's really important. And it does help you relax after a while, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. If you start at the beginning and you're looking at people in the eye, mm-hmm. actually, realize that they're not monsters and they're just human beings just like us just all of us that mm-hmm. helps you establish that connection yes eye contact's a really important thing no that's awesome so i know that you have a new book out um called speak up and be heard yes and uh, would you like to tell us a bit of tell the reader listeners readers oh goodness obviously this will also be on mothersswork.co.uk um even though we're discussing um it, on this podcast um could you tell us a bit more about the book i've skimmed it um very quickly because i just got the copy um yesterday and honestly i love the layout on it's so different and engaging oh thank you yes i wanted it to be um alive really so hence the images in it um, but it's with tips on sort of how to develop your confident communication skills. But it's very practical as well, because I've read so much that help you 
internally develop these skills mm-hmm. um you know work on your mind and i'm a huge fan of mindfulness and i'm a huge fan of yoga but mm-hmm. i do know from all the work that i've done you have to practically do something differently so this book the first half is about why and how i got into it mm-hmm. and then there's two chapters on 20 tips for an interview and 20 tips for a presentation brilliant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no so i mean listeners if you want to know some more tips i mean um lindsay shared a few already which um are really helpful to be honest i can see how um i might add a couple of them into my toolbox um can you tell us a bit about the i elevate system that you've created or do we need to get the book to learn more about that (laughs) (laughs) so the i elevate workshops they are um it started as a six hour program Mm -hmm. and that was very much looking at like i said at the beginning when i said that i I believe that we can all communicate well i believe Mm -hmm. we all have a voice in there Mm -hmm. and i think pressure changes that for so many of us so the i elevate workshops are about how you as i said we create the best part of you when you're under pressure how you sort of walk away from a situation and go yes i said that i wanted to say that rather than i can't believe i said that or i can't believe i didn't say that Mm -hmm. so this is yeah it's a six hour practical process which has expanded and developed over the years um, and still developing actually Um, yeah and it's, it's, it's a very practical uh, approach around communication skills. So it filters now into lots of different areas. So for example, it might be re- uh, relationships that I'm doing in one company, senior management relationships, or it might be graduates who need help with presentation skills. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much, um, Lindsay. Honestly, guys, um, guys and girls, <laughs> mothers who work, <laughs> definitely get the book what i also like is um it's very practical side you know Mm. so there are um i don't want to say assignments but you know there are points in the book where you can actually get interactive and write things notes Mm. and things like that which is good so it's a very practical and interactive book um it's packed full of tips the illustrations alone you know i wish this was a video and i could show you um they would definitely put a smile on your face honestly because to be honest um doing what i do on mothers who work i get sent um you know lots of books about personal development and all of that and sometimes they look so uh, i don't want to use the word but it's cumbersome you know literally goodness am i gonna it's like going through a manual <laughs> nobody really does that unless they get stuck really um or it's a really expensive piece of kit you know but i like the fact that this is really easy to follow it's very well laid out it's very engaging and it befits the the nature of the subject you know um so definitely get that and how can our um listeners find you they can find me www.ielevate.co.uk, uh, Lindsay McLean, um, and yeah, Amazon. The book is on Amazon, so you can find it there. Speak up and be heard. Okay. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Um, it's been really insightful. And um, to the listeners, um, 
remember to subscribe to the podcast um, like comment and share love to hear your thoughts on Lindsay's tips on um, how to communicate effectively and um, yeah go on to Amazon and buy the book and we will speak soon thank you oh thank you for having me Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Lindsay. So that's the end of that recording. <laughs> I'm just saying that for the editor um, to cut there. Um, no, that, how did you find it? Yeah, it was, it was great. I was really interested. I wanted to ask you more questions about your, I was interested in what you were doing in the podcast and stuff like oh. that. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, the podcast is quite interesting in that, um, mm it had been put on pause for three years. So I'm one of these early adopters, always have been. But when I started um, the podcast, it didn't seem like it was worth it because YouTube had started to take off and a lot of the attention was there. Um, but I was just looking at the, 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 the analytics the other day and even though it's had a three-year break up until... Um, just over a week ago when I put a couple of podcasts up, um, we've had like nearly 25,000 downloads. Amazing. I know, during the break. And I thought, oh my goodness, okay, we have to resurrect this quickly, as soon as possible. Wow. Um, yeah, that's it. So, and that's with obviously no promo at all, you know, not even using social media on a basic level to say you know here's the podcast so wow. yeah so I know that it will reignite to even um bigger figures um yeah. you know we're on a lot of feeds anyway and um it will obviously be pushed through the social media channels but the whole purpose of it is to inspire and empower working mums and business mums um you know um tips like what you've provided are definitely um something that um they can benefit from we can and myself you know um we're in a, a time where self-development and seeking knowledge is quite a big thing yeah. so it's about that and you know just giving the listeners what they want really um yeah the website's been going since 20 2007 um i can't believe i didn't i was as i was talking and listening to what you were saying about it mm -hmm. i was thinking i can't believe i hadn't come across it before and mm -hmm. all of my mum's friends in business and work would absolutely love it like, yeah. I, look for, but, yeah. I know the thing is when i uh created the site it didn't um it was quite altruistic you know um our son had just turned two and at his nursery i was just hearing horror stories so i'm a journalist by profession and i was working with a publisher that publishes employment law journals that lawyers and solicitors use um, and i would just be eavesdropping on the train about horror stories women were going through once they'd announced their pregnancy to work bosses were just being horrible to them and doing things that literally are against the law employment law and i just thought you know i can't keep interrupting people's conversations anymore um, <laughs> let me put something online and it was literally just supposed to be a resource and it just snowballed wow. um so for that reason um it's had quite an organic growth 
Um, I've been on TV, um, BBC News and all sorts and a number of the BBC radio stations um, speaking on things for working parents, you know, as an expert and all the rest of it. Um, but um, I think this year we'll just give it that extra push, really, because if like yourself and some of your friends haven't heard about yeah. it, uh, I was just looking at the number of articles, you know, we're in excess of 7,000 articles. So, um, yeah, I think um, we missed some people, but um, it's never too late, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Mm. Well so, done. Yeah, but definitely content like this will go a long way, um, you know. So uh, make the world come back to you because there's quite a lot on that release um, in terms of topic areas. Um, but just, areas. Yeah, that's it. That's why I was saying sort of like, you know, if you want what, you know, which area that you wanted to focus on, I don't mind. And I'd be more than happy to support you, Jocelyn, with anything. Mm. No, that'd be brilliant. I mean, to be honest, you know, it's anything um, that sort of gives mums the tools, you know. Um, yeah. What I really want to focus on um, this year is um, not everything being so mumsy, because yes, we are mothers, but that's not the be all and end all. You know, we're people firstly before any other category. Uh, that we're boxed into as love our children though we do but it's it's you can't give if you don't have you know at the end of the day so it's about really building that confidence um and you know anything in line with that really yeah yeah there's so much and also through my work I meet so many mums that go back to work who mm -hmm really struggling confidence wise and I do some one-to-one -one coaching with them or I meet mm. that they're so petrified in fact I had a conversation ironically this morning mm -hmm. about um, someone who was petrified of just putting CV out there so you know it's that beforehand as well or just getting into it, it's the transitional stages of mum to work and yeah. you know, that, that are, are a thing aren't they really Definitely. Definitely. I remember when my son was born, there was a promotion going in the department and just taking that short time out on maternity leave, I couldn't even come up with the words, you know, <laughs> it was just so bizarre to me. I remember running through um, some basic questions at home and um, asking my husband to, you know, interview me. And literally every question, I was just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's so bizarre. But it can become like that, especially when you take um, a long time out. A lot of people lose themselves. Yeah, you're mm. absolutely right. Absolutely right, yeah. So, yeah, we, you know, I've got um, quite a full week next week. And I think you're away anyway until, um, or you're quite busy until mid-March or something. I'm juggling. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we will definitely, if any ideas come about and yeah. want to reach out or go via Natalie, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's definitely scope for that. And obviously now that you've, um, you know, uh, by then you would have been introduced on the podcast to the, to the listeners. So mm -hmm. it would be nice to have like a follow up as well. Yeah, sure. More than happy to, more than happy to do that. 
Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Lindsay. So we'll definitely... Thank you for having me. I'll have, I'll have a listen. Can I get it on your website or...? Yeah, so I will send the link um, once it's, it goes out, but it would it will be on the site and on the iTunes. But I'll, I'll, as a courtesy, definitely send a link. I'll copy you in as well um, so that you can access and please share on your um, as well. That's awesome. Thank you, Lindsay. Wonderful. All right, Justin. Well, thank you and uh, have a good weekend. You too. All right, then. You are listening to a podcast brought to you by motherswhowork.co.uk. Be sure to visit the website for more tips and advice on being a successful working mum.